0: Get ready to celebrate God's call to go. Here's your weekly dose of heartwarming encouragement for the missionary in all of us. Welcome to Missions Change My Life. Now here's your host, Pastor Kevin
1: good morning it's kevin welcome to missions change my life podcast it is december the 1st and we have an incredible guest lined up for today's show we have crystal on the call today she's going to be sharing her story of how missions changed my life crystal has been married now since coming back from india with global hope india but crystal is a dental hygienist dental assistant there in Midland, Texas, and she actually works for the Midland Dentistry for Kids there. Uh, In her church, she goes to Mid-Cities Church, and she's a Sunday school teacher there. One incredible fact about Crystal is she is a twin. I can't wait for you to hear her story. Would you please join me in welcoming Crystal to today's show?
2: Yeah. Good
1: morning. <laughs> we're so glad to have you on the phone today. Yes,
2: we're mm. so happy to be here.
1: Yeah. So we also have our international travel manager, Justin. Mm-hmm. He's actually shut up in the USA at the moment <laughs> uh, for the entire year of 2020, it looks like. I know, right? Yeah. 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 They yeah. rudely canceled your flight back in April and you're still here. I know. I'm, yeah. blessed. I'm
3: blessed to be here. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And our hearts are going out. With everyone in the U.S. and in India, they're sort of competing as to which one's going to take the race on the COVID-19 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't wish any misfortune on anyone. We know that our health care workers are very stressed out. And unfortunately, people have lost loved ones and they've lost their jobs. And mm-hmm. um, we, we really feel um, heartfelt sorrow about that and uh, are praying daily about about these things crystal where's your location on planet earth to this morning
2: um in midland texas
1: yeah yeah so we're so glad to have you on the call today and we're looking forward to your story about how missions has changed your life and grateful for your ministry through global hope india um a while back when you, you were able to travel with us there so first of all we're going to try to stump justin he's going to be our guesser for our audience today As we play Two Truths and a Lie, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so has (laughs) Crystal been to five different countries on mission trips? Has she actually been shark cage diving? You know that (laughs) where she's in the cage and the sharks are coming around and uh, it's like she's the bait, but they can't get to her, Mm. fortunately, because of the cage. Or
3: is the lie that she speaks Portuguese? Which one do you think is the lie? I think mission trip like you know she's been to five countries the really deal, I think you're so. gonna go with that one okay uh-huh.
1: crystal which one's the
3: lie
2: uh-huh. oh, that is shark cage diving oh uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was so unbelievable that
3: you had to believe it <laughs> yeah, I, I thought yeah i know that you are like you know stronger and i thought you <laughs> you might have already done that <laughs> <laughs> yeah well she got you I so know. you don't win any prize today
1: yeah. yep But you do get a prize, and next time anyway, you get to interview Crystal. So let's dive into her trip.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Let's dive in, Crystal. Like, uh, how many times have you been to uh, India? Like, how many times you've been to a mission trip? Uh,
2: To India, just
3: once. Okay, Mm.
1: but according to her game, she's been on five mission trips, five countries. What what countries have you been privileged to visit?
2: I've been to Bolivia,
3: Nicaragua, Brazil,
1: Mexico, and then India was my last one. Wow. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you. And I'm blessed that you're able to say you went on mission trips there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nothing wrong with being a tourist, but we are called as believers to take the gospel. And Mm -hmm. I'm I'm glad I had firsthand experience witnessing that in India, but Mm -hmm. you'll have to take – us on your other countries though. I Maybe know nice yes. to go to, yeah yeah yes. so on the show Justin's really gonna drill down to your trip in India but you just think as we get to those questions about how missions changed your life about all five of these because we're not just champion mm-hmm. the mission trip to India but missions in general overall
3: mm- mm-hmm. yeah yeah so okay uh, where did you go to a uh, mission trip to India like and what like your demon
2: I went to Dhanapur in Nagaland uh-huh. and I went to uh, serve at a deaf school and I got to teach um, because I'm a dental assistant mm-hmm. and I, get, I got to bring, you know, toothbrushes and toothpaste and I got to teach the children about oral hygiene mm-hmm. and then we also got to minister on the side, do songs with them and teach them about the gospel also.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of like uh, very excited. Like uh, you know, that was the first time our JHI uh, team went to a deaf ministry school. That was the first time, and they never had a team from America before. So it, it was a very a blessed moment. I was there, and yeah. So, what was the funniest story that you remember when you're back telling all your
1: friends about India? What what was the common story you kept sharing?
2: Um, I think when. When we went to the store and I was buying some souvenirs, like clothes, and then out of nowhere, these guys started carrying all my bags and then they took some (laughs) pictures and I was Uh like, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny.
1: You're probably famous on their Facebook profiles.
2: (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah but they're very helpful aren't they um, yes i can picture that i wasn't in the market that day with you but i can just picture all of these indian men <laughs> wanting to carry <laughs> this
3: american woman's <laughs> bags for her <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah that, a lot of shopping yeah i know that uh so what was your biggest adjust- adjustment
2: Uh i think it was you know, the culture is very different, you know, than American culture mm-hmm. and the, t- the time difference also, you know, mm-hmm. like where the type of food that we ate and mm-hmm. it's just very different right, than yeah. American culture.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've crisscrossed the USA and it wasn't until I really left the U.S. and flew to India that I just saw a whole new world.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there
1: are a lot of variety in the U.S. You know, I love whether it's in Los Angeles or New York or Atlanta or San Francisco, there's great variety in all those places, but you're still in America. You're still in, in what you can see as normal and, and, uh, usual. Mm -hmm. But when you fly over to India, all of a sudden you realize, oh my goodness, this is a world I've, I've really not had any exposure to. We have very little exposure to, to India in the USA. Now mm-hmm. you might hear some news, but that still doesn't allow you to smell the spices and different mm-hmm. things. Hopefully you have a neighbor now that's from India and you're smelling the spices <laughs> there and
2: stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the time difference can be anywhere from nine and a half hours to ten and a half hours, depending on our daylight savings times here on the east coast and things yeah. and so yeah you fly you fly into the future you really miss an entire day like you can leave newark um in the evening and you're and you're arriving in india uh, the the day after that uh, so you yeah. like miss the entire like if you leave let's say October the 31st, you're going to arrive in India after midnight, sometimes on November the 2nd. And it's like, where did November the 1st go? I didn't even know November the 1st. You were crossing the time zones. And so, yeah, yeah, it's very unusual. And then you, you get there and maybe you've slept, hopefully you've slept and probably, you know, might even have had six or seven hours of sleep on the plane. But yeah. your body just knows that you are, mm-hmm. you've assaulted, uh, yeah. had an assault on your, on your, your rhythm mm-hmm. all of a yeah, sudden and you feel, sure. you feel jet lagged. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. I would always joke around with my family, like, God didn't come yet, guys, because I told them I was in the future. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. That was funny.
1: <laughs> now, on the way back, you actually get to fly back into time. You, <laughs> know, right? yeah. you, leave, you leave, like, on November the 2nd, and then you fly back, and it's still November the 2nd. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> like, I'm crazy. leaving it.
1: I'm all, it's, you know, in India, it's, like, going to be November the, the 3rd within a few hours, and then, and then you get on a plane and you're back at Newark and it's still the morning of November the 2nd.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it is, it is.
3: It is. <laughs> How has God used missions to change your life?
2: It's changed my life by like it opened my eyes to see God's love through his people, through all the people that I've met through, you know, like I've met um, orphans and every. I just feel God's love towards me through his people and it's something that's that has changed my life completely
1: yeah that's another yeah. beautiful reality. You know, we're born, we get to know our mom, hopefully great relationship with our parents. We have mm-hmm. siblings, we know our family, uncles, aunts. Sometimes we love them, sometimes we're <laughs> we're challenged <laughs> by them. But then when you begin, you know, when you go to church here in America and you realize you're a part of a bigger family, but then when you go on a mission trip, that family just grows Substantially, Mm -hmm. and you just get so many uncles and aunts and grandparents and brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews, uh, because you realize that the bond between you is the faith. It's it's this it's the salvation of Jesus
3: Christ. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So which one of uh, which one was your like favorite mission trip? Like around five countries that you've been. Um, And it's okay if it's not India. Yep.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I. Honestly, I, I don't have a favorite, like I love going to each one because each one was a different experience mm-hmm. that I took to heart, so I can't say like there's a favorite one. I mean, I guess Brazil because I got to learn Portuguese, uh, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like I said, each one like changed my life, so I just keep all of them in my heart.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful.
2: And now
0: imagine yourself on the forward mission field. You and your team are on the bus going to today's programs. After singing a few songs, Pastor Kevin stands to Reach deliver it, a devotional. Okay. Oh, come on now. I'm ready.
1: Hey team, come on, come on. Gather around. Before we go out into the mission today, I want to encourage you with the word faith. Hebrews 10 verse 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hebrews 12, verse two says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. So right there, we learn that we get our faith from Jesus and he perfects our faith. But listen to this. It says, because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, discouraging its shame. Now he is seated at the place of honor beside God's throne. I want you to hear how Jesus practiced faith even as he went toward the cross. Jesus knew the rest of the story. Knowing how the story ends gave Jesus joy even as he endured the cross. Now, rest assured, the Bible's very clear that the cross is real. It is shameful. It was ugly. It was painful. Jesus was beat beyond recognition. He bled. It was excruciatingly painful. So how on earth is it possible for him to have joy in the midst of heading to the cross? It's because he heard the word of god he stood on the word of god he proclaimed the word of god and you and i can do that as well let me ask you do you need faith today as you're going out into god's work and into his service to be about our father's business do you need faith if so hear the word faith and realize it will come through the word of god you need to you need to put the word of god in your mind today. What is the scripture you're going to stand on today in our mission? I want you to hear it. I want you to believe it. I want you to proclaim it. I want you to sing it to yourself. I I want you to to realize that worship is our weapon. And when we sing the word of God, when we pray the word of God, when we worship, we are building faith. Every time you hear God's word, I want you to think God is building my faith. Every time, I want you to hear, okay, faith, get ready to grow. When you hear God's word, get ready to allow your faith to grow. Today, as we step out into the mission that Christ has in front of us, I want to encourage you to think of the word faith, and I want you to hear the word of God. Proclaim it to yourself. Are you ready? Let's get out there. Ready, set, go. Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity, was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. You'll find the Audacious Generosity
0: ebook on Apple Books, Kindle, Google Play, and all the popular online ebook stores. The Audacious Generosity audiobook was recorded by Kevin himself, and reviewers are loving it. The audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide.
1: Including Audible, Apple, Google, and more. Buy Audacious Generosity for yourself. Gift it to your family and friends for the holidays. Discover why Audacious Generosity was an instant bestseller. Audacious Generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with God that's fueled by courage, characterized by freedom, and overflowing with audacious generosity. Get your copy today.
0: want to give some local love to our friend David Tran from Raleigh, North Carolina. As a marketing guru, David is the CMO at Classical Conversations. In addition to being the owner of Forerunner Media, he has also been involved with strategic development with the Summit Church and the YMCA. To say that he and his wife are generously involved in the community is an understatement. We recognize David Tran for his witness for Christ and lifestyle of generosity. How
1: would you describe your mission trip and or your missions experience, okay, all five of these. But how would you describe it in one word?
2: Um, It's life-changing. Yeah. It's for sure, it's life-changing. You get out of your comfort zone, and you get to, you know, like really have faith and trust God that everything is in His hands, you know. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these trips I've gone by myself, and to think about, like, in human perspective, like, you're going by yourself to meet a group of, you know, when I went to India, a group of men that usually they know to go across, you know, the country that mm-hmm. you had that peace that God gives you, you know, that he's called you to do this. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's life changing for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And how does that now change your everyday experience?
2: Um, no, it's just like, Every trip has, you know, its own things I take up, but like from India, being with these, these deaf kids, it changed my life completely. Like now, you know, I'm a, I'm a dental assistant and we have some kids that go and they're deaf. And, you know, I learned a little bit of sign language. So I, I tried to communicate with them, you know, it opened my eyes to see, you know, now like, these people have this need and I could help them in that area Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) I love that because of the thousand people I've been privileged to take over to India most of them are now armed with a confidence about meeting Indians living in the U.S. that they did not have before and it's not that there was hatred or some type of barrier like that, but it was just a lack of knowledge. And sometimes even though we don't mean to, we can treat one another as if we we don't know how to communicate, mm-hmm. you know, because an Indian is very different from an American. A deaf person is mm-hmm. very different from a speaking person or a right. hearing person. Right. And so the the differences can just keep us apart. But, but then when you go and you realize Oh, we're, there's so much that we have in common mm-hmm. and they're people just like us. They're mm-hmm. children just like we are. They may not be able to hear. They may have grown up in a different country, but, but they're very loving and welcoming and receiving and friendly. Yeah. And then yes. you, you get back and you just are mm-hmm. able to foster
3: a lot of new relationships. Yeah. It was yeah so excited to see how they are um, creative. They are so creative and handicraft and all that thing they they you know they do all the handicraft stuff like let's say um tailor tailoring and mm-hmm. uh the yeah a uh, lot of stuff and they 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 make it in the school ministry and they sell it mm-hmm. you know so it was a very um interesting to see and how god used them each one of their lives and they consider consider themselves like as like as a normal person and then we have to take it in that way you know yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. So Crystal, when I think of life changing, I think of your impact
1: because I watched you be able to teach dental hygiene to children that had never had that kind of exposure to a uh, specialist like that to really help them. You know, hopefully their parents were already teaching them dental hygiene. The school certainly was. But when this. Uh, young woman from America shows up, and she's now teaching me how to brush my teeth mm-hmm. and the and the proper care of this invaluable gift that we call teeth. Um, it really gets their attention, mm-hmm. and they change their habits. They change the way they eat. They change what they do before they go to bed. Um, their whole life has completely changed as a result of Crystal entering into their world and teaching them dental hygiene. But then to do it with it all wrapped around the gospel, mm-hmm. the good news of Jesus, you yeah. know, has even an impact on their faith mm-hmm. and their yes. walk with God.
3: Yeah. yeah. And you took, yeah. you remember, you took You took one, uh, is it called a timer or what is it? The sand. Oh, yes. sand-
2: the, Yeah. Sand timer. Sand. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hourglass. Yeah. Was it for 60 seconds or
3: five it minutes?
2: For, for two minutes.
3: Two for minutes. two minutes. Okay. Two
2: minutes. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: They were so happy, so excited to yeah. <laughs> see that and have that. And then they have to watch and brush. <laughs> so it was so yeah. cool to see it. And mm-hmm. you are so good at it. Like, you know, the way you teach them, it's just like, wow, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Yeah. But we've seen how a poor
1: family and a village will be able to have their two children that are deaf go into the school and the parents can't really speak sign language. But then when the children go into the school and they learn sign language, they can then go back and teach the parents and it totally mm-hmm. changes that entire family. Then it changes their neighbors. Then it changes that community. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, those children that are deaf and mute are treated as if they're cursed or they're, right. there's, there's been some sin in the family or something has caused them to almost be ignorant. Mm-hmm. They're treated as if they, they're not ignorant. And yet you realize these are some of the most intellectual people on the planet. And right. so oh, yes. my, my point in sharing that is just the ripple impact of the, the transformation. The same thing can happen with dental hygiene. I can only imagine how Crystal goes in, she teaches these children about mm-hmm. the proper dental hygiene, and then the next time they go home to visit and they, they take their brushes and their timers, they're teaching the parents there proper hygiene, mm-hmm. their <laughs> siblings proper hygiene, then the uncles learn it and the aunties learn it, The vi- mm-hmm. their neighbors learn it,
3: their villages learn it, mm-hmm. and then the faith in Jesus and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Somehow how you will encourage somebody that who is, you know, who is planning to go to a mission trip, how you encourage them? I know we can't go right now, but if, like, you know, how they can uh, encourage to somebody that you can even do if you can't go?
2: Um, I would encourage them to, you know, answer their calling uh, that God has placed in their heart mm-hmm. and, you know, to, to trust God. Even though right now we can't, you know, physically go, mm-hmm. we could do an impact in our own community and serve. Mm-hmm. And also, um, you know, by by supporting, you know, like ministries that are giving money to mm-hmm. these countries, like India, you know, always mm-hmm. or even if we don't have financially right now, just by prayer, praying, mm-hmm. it's they're powerful, you know, and just praying for the countries, for India, for the families, you know, mm-hmm. that's they're powerful. Yeah,
1: yeah, I love that word, calling. Yes, we are called to go, but there is a calling on over, over every believer, whether we get to go because of international travel being suspended right now because of the pandemic or not, there is still a calling that remains, and I love yeah. your practical suggestions there, but that's an important word, and I'm glad that you know that word, calling. You obviously have demonstrated that by going to five different countries on mission trips, going to India over 8,000 miles away Mm -hmm. on a mission trip. I'd love for you just to pray a sense of calling over our audience today. Would you close out our show by just asking God to give them a powerful sense of His calling? Yes. Thank you.
2: Um, Father God, we just thank you. We love you for another day, Father God of your mercy and your grace, Lord. I ask you, Lord, in this moment, for the listeners, Lord, that that you put a sense of their calling, Father God, because you have mm-hmm. called each and every one of us, Father God, to go and spread the gospel, Father God, and to to be your hands and feet, Father God. I just ask you, just to you know. Um, shake their hearts, Father mm-hmm. God, transform their hearts, put a hunger to seek you more, to, to read your word more until they could answer this calling that you have upon our lives. In mm-hmm. the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Well, Crystal, thank you so much for answering the call of God on your life. Oh, I know. God continue to bless
3: and keep you and use you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we can't wait to go back to India with you soon. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yes, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, So now my husband he just got his green card. Yeah. So for sure Mm -hmm. now we could go when it's the time God's timing.
3: Yeah, that's good news.
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for sharing your story Mm -hmm. and for living the life. Mm -hmm. a life transformed by missions. God bless you. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Thank you. God bless you. Mm -hmm.
0: This episode is complete. So head over to globalhopeindia.org for show notes, resources, and opportunities to go to India through GHI. Continue to be radically transformed by God as you live out the great commission. And we'll see you again next week here at Missions Change My Life.